0: So guys, remember when I said on that last episode, uh, Drake Bell had a good lawyer.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Turns out to not be the case. (laughs) It turns out that was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm not surprised that Drake Bell does not have a great lawyer, bro.
3: Those pictures, those
2: those mugshots are rough.
3: I mean, with that Nickelodeon budget, bro, I'm surprised he went to jail, bro. They, they, they got Dan Schneider out here still fucking on the prowl. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. they couldn't lock up Dan Schneider, like
0: Dan Schneider's on kind of a different level. Drake Bell's more like the talent, so I feel like Drake Bell kinda like oh man, Drake Dr- Drake Bell got really fucked up. Like he went bankrupt. He bought like this mansion in Hollywood and he like lost all of his money. He just like completely went off the rails from there. He just hang out with Lil Pump and Lil Xan for a while. And it's like, bro, like why are you hanging out with these people? They, they were <laughs>
3: with the wrong Drake. That's not Yeah, they're like, Yo, yo,
0: we're gonna go meet Drake tonight. It's like
3: it's Yo, where's he at? Hey, it's, it's fucked up, man, for real.
1: For those of you who are familiar with this, um, one of the last episodes we covered, um, Drake was uh, caught basically... A Drake-, Drake Bell miner. from Drake and
0: Josh, you know what I mean?
1: Um, he got caught... Um, Was it endangerment of a minor as well, or something? And like also giving out, um, like it wasn't like sexting, yeah, it was was very
0: vague. It was like dissemination of like uh lewd materials to a child, and then yeah, yeah, and child endangerment. And I thought it was like he like drove a 12 year old in like his Mustang or something. That's what I thought at first when I first heard the child endangerment, and then it got a little bit more sinister and creepy. And like, uh, that's what mm -hmm. child endangerment
3: is driving uh, a fucking.
0: Well, I'm, I'm saying there's there's all different layers to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if you have your 10-year-old in the front seat of your, you know, muscle car, you're going 100 miles an hour, no seatbelt. That's child endangerment. But then there's also, you know, what this guy did.
1: Yeah, I think Drake was, like, in contact with a, what was it, she was, like, 15 at the time at the at the show.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, um, yeah, so that's basically what happened. Drake uh, Bell uh, pleaded guilty of all counts of everything. Um, so, yeah, my man did it. What the fuck? Yo, that's your man? Yeah, for real. Oh, my right, man. That's your man, well,
3: bro. You just said my man did that.
1: <laughs> my get your man. Sorry. Get your man, no, Get my man. All right, let me call Drake Campana and just be like, how dare you? <laughs> you know what's really funny? You know what's really
0: funny on, on the last episode that I never even realized? Um, my brother actually listened to all of our podcasts, and he gave us a thumbs up. He said we have a good energy. Um, but he also said that I don't know how we didn't realize that camp- Campaña just means bell in Spanish. Oh,
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man. isn't that funny? Well, I, bro, like, it blows my mind because I'm just like that makes so much sense.
2: See, this is the bad part of having people listen to your podcast. They point out all this <laughs> all shit the shit you got wrong,
1: <laughs> bro. Literally, I feel like every week, like someone's just like, "Oh, you misspelled us. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you, you, did, you did this wrong," and I'm like, "Thanks, thanks for reading." I guess.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I say something to them, folks, real quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Open up your door. Go um, outside. Yeah, stop, man. Uh, like this is this is yes, it's for your entertainment. But who the fuck cares? <laughs> bro? Like, yeah. The, I, I, if the rest of the review is good, who the fuck cares?
0: Yeah, as Tyler the Creator said, stop judging us on your lunch break. Okay.
3: It's our
1: job to be critical, not yours. Yeah, <laughs> you, you
0: can't be critical of us. I'm gonna There's be no critical
3: <laughs> of you being critical of me being critical, nigga. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you if you want to be critical of us, you got to start anti anti art. All right. Grade all of our reviews. <laughs>
3: that was a very good idea? That was a very good idea. But
0: yeah, to, to wrap up this Drake shit, um, you know what I mean? Obviously, definitively, Josh is the best of, of Drake and Josh. I think we can all agree at this point.
2: Yeah, it really uh, turned his life around for the better. Team Josh.
3: I would disagree. I'm Team Walter all day, nigga. Team Walter all day. Team Walter. Team you scared know for a, you a second.
1: I thought you to be like, I'm Team Drake Belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Nah, nigga, it's Walter all day, bro. Weatherman team. You know what it is, bro. That's true. That's true. <laughs> true. That's but Josh true. was
0: following the footsteps, man. He was he was looking up to him. You know, he wanted to be, be a weatherman too. We all were looking too.
3: up to him. We all were looking up to Walter. Walter is cool as hell, bro. What, you know, y'all know that show, Modern Family. Yeah. Walter yeah. exists, so Phil Dunphy could exist. You know? <laughs> Walter <laughs> walks, so Phil Dunphy can run. <laughs> exactly. Walter, Walter is the first cool white dad on TV for real. Like that wasn't like straight up a nerd. He was just chilling, bro. He was just reporting the weather with his fine ass wife. Like that. Come on, bro. <laughs>
1: Yeah, all he did was report facts all the time. I miss when news was reliable. Yeah, no fake Walter news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally trust reliable sources like Walter Peck. Oh, there's man. Some... Walter Peck. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. I like, yeah, I just wanted to say Yo, is his name Drake?
2: Oh, I guess not. it wouldn't be Drake Peck because...
0: <laughs> so there's different names inside the show and outside the show. I don't know inside the show what their names are or whatever, but like there's totally stepbrothers their stepbrothers yeah. in the show,
3: right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so I guess.
3: Glad this I'm just wondering where Drake's
2: down. other dad is at, and maybe his other dad
1: is the reason why he's this grimy.
0: That's true. It's
1: I mean, very you true. Know what? Uh, it's a, is it a coincidence that Drake's dad was not on the show? I mean, hmm yeah, his father maybe. figure. Or maybe he
2: saw something in Drake that he was like, nah, I got dipped. And he saw the
3: shit
1: coming. Oh, yeah. Like, Something's funny about you, kid. I don't know what it
3: is. Fresh out the womb. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> came fresh out the womb. Yeah, came fresh out the He's like, I'm not fucking with the vibe. i do not like the vibe. vibe. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yo, this baby right here, he's going to do some fucked up shit later. I feel yeah, it. Yeah, they talk about yeah. dead,
0: dead be dads. But do they ever consider, like, you know what I mean? Like, the dad's perspective. Like, maybe the, you know, as the meme goes, like, maybe the baby didn't have a chill vibe. Right. No. <laughs> right maybe it's a deadbeat baby you know what i mean <laughs> yeah.
3: imagine you imagine deadbeat you have a kid baby. imagine imagine you have a kid and it's a nerd like you can't have fun with your kid like that's a deadbeat ass kid bro <laughs> you know yeah what I'm
2: saying? that's basically the plot of we yeah. need to talk about kevin
0: yeah but uh to, to kind of wrap this up I, I wanted to just point out one thing uh from the drake and josh uh theme that's kind of relevant to this you know as i was going over i i was i was trying to think of puns and jokes and that kind of stuff and one of the things i thought of was uh it's gonna take him some hard time to realize. You know what I mean? Like from the song. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was riffing on that and trying to think, like it's gonna take two years to realize, it's like something like that. But I realized uh, that the lyric isn't realize; it's realign. Uh, did you guys know that?
3: No, it's gonna take, it's gonna take some, some time, time to realign. To, to it makes sense,
2: though. It makes sense, yeah. And that makes
0: even yeah. more sense because this man needs to realign his whole fucking life. I'm going to be. I'm going to be following this story closely. Uh, this is crazy. Again, Josh Peck. Watch, you know, watch the Whackness. That's a great movie. Josh Peck is a great actor. You know what I mean. He has a kid. Mm-hmm. He's, he's. Support
1: iCarly.
3: Yeah, support iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> support personas,
0: and uh, yeah, welcome
3: to the show. Yeah, I'm going to I'm I'm play, I'm, I'm <laughs> play, play, play the grungy one.
2: Saweetie, Jack Harlow ship.
0: <laughs> Jack Harlow
2: what? And Saweetie, we ship it.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. After he balled with Quavo, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a Jack Harlow-like connection. Not, I'm not going to float it on the pod, though. It's going to sound corny, but mm-hmm. I like him a lot. He's cool. Generation now, killing it. Him and Uzi hanging out. It's dope as shit to see. Because, you know, they're on the same label and shit. So it's like, yeah, I like I like him a lot. He's like the coolest white boy. Jack Harlow, yeah, second coolest. Second coolest. Ryan's first coolest. That's
1: oh like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think Jack Harlow is just a little cooler than Ryan. I mean, yo, fuck you, bro. <laughs> Damn, you really want to do my man's like? You that? didn't write what's popping, man. Like, you didn't do that. That's so true.
0: That's so true. I didn't. I didn't write that. He's a, he's really good at basketball too. Jack yeah, Harlow man.
2: is perfect for like the white girls because like he's like kind of street you know what I mean but like he's very accessible like I know a lot of white girls who like really like Jack Harlow and I feel him like I don't know he's a vibe (laughs) (laughs) is that sus oh my god
1: I mean I don't know I mean Jack Harlow does some sus things I mean uh, he was holding hands with uh Tyler at the red carpet at the T awards that's cool yeah what'd you guys think of the uh, Lil Nas X performance
0: yeah, Ryan, what'd you think of the Little He can't sing. At all. He can't sing. Oh my god, no, he, he, that's he's so shitty. It's real bad. That's what I said he's too, so man. So
2: shitty. That's why I feel like the whole controversy thing, like, is a valid point. Like, I feel like he drums up controversy sometimes because he's not that talented. Like,
0: yeah, to make up for the mean, lack of songwriting and lack of like singing ability. I don't yeah. know if he's
3: not that talented because he was getting it in up there. He was dancing. But for real, for real, that was some Aaliyah type choreo. Co- 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 how do you say that choreo- Chore- Chore- Choreography. Chore- yeah. It wasn't what that mean, good. You're guessing my, him. My, opinion of him, my, my <laughs> opinion of
0: him is that he surrounds himself with a lot of uh, like, like, I don't even know how to describe it, like panache. You know what I mean? Like extra shit. Like yeah. really nice background stuff. The the ba- the dancers were really good, you know what I mean. The dancers like knew what they were doing. So like, yeah. if he was just on stage by himself, just singing and and just dancing, like I feel like you'd see a lot more of the flaws. Right. He has all these backup dancers around him, kind of doing. You know, he has like the best backup dancers you could find, doing like the moves perfectly, and then he does them like pretty well. So yeah, it no, looks he kind of looks like, like a TikTok dancer. It kind of looks like they're all moving <laughs> in sequence. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. But you know, some of the stuff he was doing on his knees was pretty impressive. I, I will say
2: whoa yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just another let nice down moment <laughs> <laughs>
1: happy
3: I mean, pride yeah. happy
1: pride i mean happy pride Recording happy, was last yeah. that was oh, shit <laughs> but, uh uh-huh. what are you gonna say Troy? Oh, i'm
2: gonna
0: shit.
1: say i mean i don't know as a performance i thought it was okay yeah his singing was definitely like pretty bad mm-hmm. but uh i don't know you know like i i I feel like I've seen, like, I, I just, like, knowing Lozman ex was going to perform, I knew it was just going to be, like, a big event. But, like, I don't know. I, I felt like I, it was like, an event I've already seen. You know what I mean? I mean, like, right. when, yeah. like, you know, him kissing uh, the dancer reminded me of uh, Britney Spears and uh, Madonna. Also, hashtag free Britney. Um, yeah, I know, free <laughs> Britney. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like, like what he's doing is, like, it kind of is already done. It's it's slightly
0: slightly more genuine, I feel like, because I feel like Britney and Madonna, like, I don't know too much about their sexual identities or whatever, but I really, I think they were straight. You know what I mean? You know, at least they were perceived Mm -hmm. in the public as being straight. And Lil Nas X is gay. And I feel like he's kind of like, like, he would make out with that guy after the show type of thing where, you know, like Britney and Madonna, they were just doing it for the performance and backstage, they're not doing that kind of stuff. Same with Drake and Madonna. You know what I mean? I like what he's doing and you know what I mean? But I don't think the controversy is really there that people are trying to drum up and that I'm sure his camp is, you know, obviously benefiting off of, um, you know, he kissed the guy for two seconds.
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, look, like, you know, there's a lot of over-sexualization on stage anyways. You feel me? Niggas Mm -hmm. be grinding up and shit. You feel me? Like, you may be uncomfortable with it. You may not. It really does not matter because that shit is a flash in the pan, bro. We're not going to be talking about this shit like. Like, you ever heard of 2 Live
0: Crew? Like, 2 Live Crew has been doing this since, like, the 90s. You know he, what I mean? He just asked me Telef-
3: if, if I ever heard of 2 Live Telef- Crew. Televised performances, you, you know what I'm saying? Televised <laughs> performances where it's, like,
0: it's like really you know, sexually the, provocative shit. Like, people going, like, type shit, you know?
3: The goal on white boys to ask, even if we heard 2 Live Crew. I, know, I was
1: like, I um, yes. Say, uh, guys, but... I don't know if you ever heard of this band called Public Enemy, but. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty sick. They're pretty good. This cool. guy Nas.
2: He was, yeah. on, he was on J Cole's album. <laughs> this
1: guy, he have, yeah. I don't know who this Nas guy is, but he was really good on J Cole's album. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: was that performance last night too. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That,
0: that that's kind of more of the same. I feel like with the BET performances, like that it was high production value. It was good, but like a lot of it was more of the same. And I'll kind of progress through. Like I feel like the the DJ Khaled one was a little bit less, more of the same. Like I like the way he did it with the medley. He it looked like he was yeah. having fun up there, and uh, mm-hmm. everybody gave great performances.
3: I like I like medleys. Like uh, you know who bring me to the horizon is obviously like yeah. When I went to go see him uh, two years ago at, uh, at the Manhattan ball uh, not ballroom but the Manhattan Center, mm-hmm. they did a medley of like their old shit, like the their more death court related shit, like pray for plagues, all that type of shit, along with like the shit of a suicide season. Like it was uh-huh. it was fire. It was like six minutes of just. Bang 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 bang, like all fire. You know what I mean. They, they gave like,
0: Dirk his time to shine. They gave Baby his time to shine. Like they did that song. Um, was it Hats Off? From, Hats Off. Yeah, from uh, the voice of, mm-hmm. the Voice of the Hero. Best song on yeah. the
3: album, bro. Best you know, song yeah, on the yeah. album.
2: Hats Off was great. Yeah,
0: it was a it good was thing. So good. Like I feel like DJ Cal did what he did best, where it's just like it's almost like I don't know. He's like an advertisement rapper. He's like here's a great song. Here's Hats Off from the you know little Baby and little Dirk album. And then oh here's Meg. Like look at how great she looks. Oh look it's the baby. Like he's just like kind of like points to you to
1: people. And then well, he goes, "Yeah, we the best." Like, like I was he saying, did, like, did, yeah, I was gonna say honestly. Like, I feel like DJ Khaled literally has like the best job on earth. All he does is just fucking mean like, here's Meg the Stallion, we the best, and then he's just like, little baby number one, like you know what I mean. Like, all he has to do is just be like. Alright, now here's this guy, do your part, and then he just shouts, like, we the best, like, in the background, every single time. It's just, like, he just has a blast on stage, just, you know, because you know it doesn't have to sing. He just has to go out there and just hype everyone up.
3: Annoying as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's Annoying. just always
1: on the outside of stuff.
0: It's just funny to me. Like, he's, like, the uncle that, like, he's, like, the cool uncle that, like, like arranges everything for the party. It's like, yo, you guys have enough drinks? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, Cal. <laughs> you know <Yeah.
3: laughs> It's just funny. But anyway,
0: going back to the main topic, uh, you know, I kind of wanted to say, like, the BET Awards were were, were cool and the performances were cool. And it was cool to see everybody out, like, on the red carpet and, like, accepting awards. And, and you know what I mean? I feel like things are kind of returning back to normal a little bit. And I wanted to just also point out that, um, you know, I thought Tyler's performance was incredibly bold. And I like to see him using, you know, these platforms like the Grammys and, you know, now the BET Awards and whatever – Awards ceremony is nominated for to kind of like push like these interesting messages and like these interesting visuals that mm-hmm. like you wouldn't normally see it, you know, at the BT awards. Like he had fucking like wind and shit and like things blowing and it yeah. looked like a Dr. Seuss like high production value type shit,
1: you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. We're just like talking about difference in performances. Like I feel like since everyone was kind of like more of like an ensemble piece of like Lonald's ex had all those dancers, right? PG out had like all those, all that star power. I like how Tyler was able to just focus just on him. I was able to just make like – they just blew the budget on just creating just like that windstorm uh, um, and like having the car and everything. I thought that was like really cool, really well done. Just
0: like The weekend did like at the Super Bowl. That's kind of how I like see it. Like almost like – you know I mean? J-Lo was cool and everything. She had the fire and she had all the backup dancers and people playing guitar and shit. She got the
3: fire all right. Right.
0: But it's (laughs) like – but then The weekend, it's just him up there. But like – you know what I mean? It's like – he makes it into like a movie type of thing. It's almost like it's like transcends the award show. It's like, all right, like, you know, this time instead of having basic performance, to, you know, it's cool and everything. I'm going to make it like a a short film or something. Mm-hmm. No, yeah.
2: yeah. It's yeah, like it always we happens. always like to glorify like small performances and like indie shit a lot. But it, like it's kind of cool to see somebody be able to like take advantage of like a big budget and like really, I don't know, make something different. Like and you see it on his music video, too, you know, mm-hmm. I do like the BET Awards because it's, like, it's dope, like, having, like, a black award show. You know what I mean? Like, because you don't really get those, you know? And it's, like, I like seeing yeah. hip-hop, like, celebrate it, you know? Like, yeah. In and in a, by people who, like, understand it, like, genuinely. Because, like, they had all the right performances. Like, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, it was very it carefully
0: curated and, and, like, well done, you know? And, and, yeah. and they, they definitely chose a better album of the year than the Grammys did this year. You know, Desmond Sullivan... um, Hotels is so much better yeah. than whatever the Grammys nominated as album of the mm-hmm. year.
1: What was it again? Yeah, oh,
0: the fucking Taylor Swift Honestly, album. Honestly, that's
1: like one of my uh, top albums of the year too. I, I love Hotels. I thought it was really uh, well done.
0: I feel like the BET Awards was way more tapped into what people are actually listening to than the Grammys.
2: Yeah, they always are. Like they've been steadily getting better and better too. So it's dope to see like yeah. that they're like the celebrated like award show this year because like yeah, that Tyler performance like stole the show. It's great that he did it on BET. Like that's sick.
0: Yeah, it was cool that he chose to he chose that platform because I mean, again, the Grammys were so abysmal. Like with all the Zoom uh, shit, it was just apocalyptic. It was just I yeah. felt like the world was going to end. Like it's just like people on stage, <laughs> and it's just like a giant like screen. You see people who have yeah. million, you know, have millions of dollars, and they have fucking like iPhone headphones, and they live in they're in, they're in like a moderate oh, my looking god. home. Yeah, it's like oh my god, this is <laughs> I know. depressing. So it was so amazing to see like you know yeah. what I mean, Jack Harlow being sus and shaking Tyler's hand on the on the carpet. When when previously, like, we couldn't, you know, shake hands and all that shit. It was just
2: cool to to see. Yeah, I think as we get older, like, BT Awards are going to become more and more of, like, a lauded thing, you know? Because, like, I think younger generations are going to be seeing their artists on there a lot more. Like, because the Grammys, you know, they don't fucking get hip-hop at all. So it's, like, that's the only place where, like, you can really see the artists that you like to listen to celebrate it.
0: Yeah. Yep. The main topic I wanted to talk about with you guys today because um you know this is something that we we've, we've all been really like anticipating is this new Tyler the Creator album Call Me If You Get Lost. He's come out with a lot of albums. Uh he drops an album every 2 years, you know, famously. Uh for good for better or for worse and you know I again I wanted to get in, into that with you guys because we all have different levels of Tyler familiarity, you know. Yeah. And we all yeah. have different ways that we review albums. And yeah. since uh, we haven't reviewed this album yet and since again we all have Pretty, we're pretty familiar with this this album, and we we were all interested in it. Unlike the J Cole album, where like you know what I mean, I didn't listen to it too too hard. Troy didn't listen to it too hard, but Eve listened to it like the most, and he was like almost like the reporter, right? <laughs> but, yeah, yes, sir. You know what I mean. So for this for this episode, <laughs> I didn't wa- I, I didn't want to be He's the, the Cole expert. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to be the Tyler expert. I think we're all we all have Tyler expertise in a certain ways, but I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of take take the range just a little bit and kind of guide us through like Tyler's career and how we got to this album because. This album to me is almost like the Life of Pablo, where it's like the greatest hits of songs that never came out. All different facets of his career from Bastard and Goblin. Like, you know, some of the lyrics on the on these songs and some of the turn up tracks and some of the, you know, synth uh, dark kind of synth inspired tracks. But so that's all that's pure like Bastard, pure Goblin. Whenever he, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sounds like Eminem and he's being controversial and he's like, you know, saying like words that he shouldn't say or things that he shouldn't say or whatever. That's like, you know, pl- pure Goblin. And then, you know, going into Wolf where you get like the kind of orchestral arrangements and you get the longer tracks like Bimmer and um, what's that song, Ryan? Uh, the Campfire song. What's it called? It's called Campfire, right?
3: Camp? Yeah, it's Campfire. Yeah. Campfire. Uh, it's uh, Camp. No, it's Camp. It's just Camp. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm talking about from Wolf.
0: Yeah, from Wolf. But, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cherry Bomb also had an eight minute song. And um, you know what I mean? So he has, he has some of those on here. He has some eight minute long. Uh, kind of story kind of like romantic tracks as as on wolf but then you get into the more cherry bomb stuff like juggernaut or um even the song with Lil Wayne because on on that on cherry bomb that's where they first connected with smuckers which was a surprisingly fantastic song yeah. um, so you know it, i wanted to kind of go through uh you know his career because uh also tomorrow we're going to be mm-hmm. dropping a tyler discography tyler through the years and like the review so i think this would be a perfect opportunity to kind of you know see everybody's opinions and everybody's perspectives. So I wanted to start with, um, let, let's start with his Tumblr era, because I think Eve and Ryan are most familiar with that. Um, yeah. You know, that kind of bastard uh, goblin era. So let's start with, uh, you know, Eve, let, let me get your general experience with Tyler. Like, when's the first time you heard a Tyler track?
2: I think it was like, I think I remember seeing the, young, yeah, Troy, we were in um, the fucking art room or some shit after school. On, like, the bottom floor. And, like, I remember I was listening to it with, like, Tony Goins and, like, Aaron Lankford. And, um, shout they out Tony, showed you know, me, yeah, shout out to Tony Aaron. And, Tony. Then, <laughs> and then they, um, they, uh, they showed me, like, the Yonkers video. And I saw him eating a roach. And I was like, holy shit, who the fuck is this guy? Um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, I think, like, he was, like, he was, like, the soundtrack for when, like, I was trying to be, like, a fucking skater kid and, like, fucking rolling around, like, first experimenting with you know weed and shit so Mm -hmm. he was like he was super cool and like he was like my first like introduction of the term like horrorcore because like i had never heard of it before and like honestly i was pretty like shook by some of his songs but like um i remember like i don't know if you felt this way ryan but i remember like when i showed like all my friends tyler bro they were like what are you listening to this yeah, is like that, that was, music everybody you was know I mean? like that yeah.
0: yeah 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 i i totally agree like i wanted to buy some of the merch but it was like it was the cross and you know i was like i had just been confirmed like in the catholic church and shit like that and then like the next year i'm listening to this album goblin and it's like you know it's a picture of jesus and yeah he's like upside down and the eyes are cut out and there's blood and he's talking about you know some really uh some topics that I can't talk about nowadays, the things that he said on that, on, like, Goblin and shit. My my first memory with Tyler's music is, is uh, going up to Six Flags with, like, some of my, with my youth group, actually, my, like, church youth group. And I was just, like, blasting this shit in my ears. And, like, people, you know, people didn't, under, people didn't know. <laughs> no, Like, Tyo Cruz was probably on or some bullshit like that on the radio. And I was just, like, blasting this song about, you know, like, a person getting chopped up <laughs> on, yeah. on, on Goblin or something, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was crazy yeah, yeah. to see his rise to fame because you, you admired him from afar and you're like, oh shit, like, I, like should I be listening to this? Like this shit is kind of crazy. And then you see him at like the MTV Awards and he wins Best Art, like, Artist Best of the Year, artists. right?
1: Yeah. And yeah, I, f- I remember when that happened. Yeah. I was just like, what the... F-? Like, I remember because like, Because, like, I remember, like, I saw, like, the Yonkers, like, as soon as I saw him winning, because I wasn't really familiar with him much until after he won that award. Right. And then I was like, "What the fuck is this? And then I listened (laughs) to Yonkers, and I'm just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, this is insane. Yeah, I feel like uh, Tyler's, like, I feel like in the beginning of his career, like, he kind of was, like, a little Nas X where, like, he did lean stop it let him get his point let me finish, <laughs> let, me finish. I a, let me finish I was gonna say he really leaned into really controversial shit because right. he knew like because if he was, was like a typical rapper like he would not be as big as he was and like even like on the the sound he talked about like now he's just like i knew what i was doing from the beginning right i knew that i needed to do this specifically like this because nobody else was doing it that way
0: well it's so, it's so interesting because it's it's such a risk to take like to, to do that um to say those things he said on, the, on that song <laughs> and a, a lot of those songs like you know what i mean trigger warning trigger warning like sexual assault stuff like that, you know what I mean, mutilation, that kind of stuff. Like stuff you'd hear on like a, um, a Cannibal Corpse album. He'd be saying in plain English over, the, you know, these beats he made with his friends. And he's 18 or 19, so you can see that kind of frustration. And he was also closeted, so you can kind of see that frustration. It doesn't excuse any of the lyrical content, but the rage is is clearly there, you know, with him. Mm-hmm. And and it was such a weird thing to listen to and and for it to become popular. Like you said like he won like a again, he won like a VMA, he won like a some serious recognition and a lot of times when you start your career with these kind of risky moves, um, you can do well for a while, but what happens later is you things start to get canceled. Like, you know, he got banned from the UK for he a got while. from Australia, too. Um, I, I remember seeing a lot of articles when Flyerboy came out that um, they were just basically capping uh, in this article and saying that the music on Flyerboy was fine, which that's not true. The music on Flyerboy is, like, amazing. But they were just capping and just saying, you know, his controversy – is too much uh, to listen. You know, Flower Boy, he changed up his style, and he, d- he didn't rap about those things anymore. But he's he's too far gone at this point, basically. And his music is not even that good. So, like, that's what that's what the article was saying. And it's just, like, these things can really come back to bite him in the ass. Um,
2: just, like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't, like, I mean, I like his music. Like, I could say it's good, but, like, I don't vibe with him as much. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. The flower Boy era, like, like I liked Wolf and shit. Like, I thought I was like, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought that yeah. era was like, yeah. Where did he drop? Where did he
0: like drop off for you? Like, because I've always been a fan of his, but like, where did he kind of like lose
2: your interest or like kind of like? I mean, bro, I'm not even gonna lie. It was honestly Igor. <laughs> for really? Me. I know. Oh wow. Yeah, I know that that's like really controversial, but like, yeah, that's interesting. No, was. I feel like it was yeah, Igor. Like I mean, because I remember, like, I literally remember one time I was on Twitter back when Tyler was like all over Twitter and it, when yeah. he was really fun. Like, I, I, I liked old Tyler a lot because he was really fun and he was really, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I loved that he would just, like, push the envelope, like... And you used to see a lot of his creativity in a lot of the skits that he would do and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. with him in The Op Future, like, that was so fucking funny in that, like, Adult Swim era. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, it was honestly, like, I liked Igor, but, like, I noticed that some of my friends who weren't into Tyler... We're very into Tyler around Igor. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, sh- it kind of showed me that, like, you know, he was, like, embracing a very, like, friendly sound. Like, I don't think that he really did anything that revolutionary on those albums. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he kind of just, like, became, like, Black Team Impala for a little bit. Um, nice. And, like... No, that's, I, like, that's that's fair. I mean,
0: I mean the Igor album, yeah. it, the whole thing, the whole point of the album and the whole thing it boasted was that he, um, you know, produced, he wrote... All he arranged this, and, and Tame oh, so Impala. literally, <laughs> <laughs> famously, the Tame Impala meme goes. You know, did you know that Tame Impala is, is only one guy? Right, you know, right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. right. So right, yeah,
2: right. I get, I get that. Yeah, but like that's like my interest has been like reinvigorated a little bit with his album because like it's it I think he showed like he he he's matured a lot as an artist. But I'll save that for like you know when we get. Into oh that yeah,
0: movie. for sure. So before we get into his new album, I kind of wanted to talk about some of the live performances that we've seen of his. Um, I wanted to start obviously with Ryan. Because Ryan is familiar with him, just like I am, from his Tumblr era, where you'd see, you know, OFWGKTA on a shirt, and it gets, you know, like eighteen thousand, <laughs> uh, you know, reblogs or whatever, and it's like, holy right. shit, what is this? That's a cool shirt. So Ryan, right. like, talk to, t- talk to me a little bit about um, that era uh, when, when you saw him and you saw Left Brain and all them.
3: So ASAP Yams, as y'all know, was like a like. The 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 A and
2: the fucking yeah. goat.
3: Yep, R-R-R-P all R-R-P day. Probably my biggest, like my biggest influence in my life. I would say R I P yams, yams yep. bro. It's R I P yams yep.
2: all day. Sorry, R-R-P I every, have to get that
3: off. Everything, everything that I that like that he that I want to do cool. now, yeah. Everything that I want to do now stems from him. Like that, yeah. he's been he's been my only like real idol. But aside from that, so what happened was. He he was running a Tumblr for a little bit, um, where he was pretty much like a hip hop blogger, but he was just like reblogging pictures and shit. And then like every now and then he would post some like trying to put niggas on, but he was talking about our future along with a few other niggas who I can't really remember right now. And, um this was when like Filipinos and shit were like you know with the obey fucking snap bags and the fucking bulls crew necks and all that shit. And rap was like super poppy, like you get a Wiz Khalifa song yeah. with like, like, like I don't know, Tayo Cruz, like you said and shit.
0: Yeah, it was like pre, it was like pre, the pre irony era on Tumblr where it was like, it was like girl fact number four hundred two, like yeah. you know, girls can wear jeans as well, and, right, <laughs> right? But it's like, but but people thought that that was like, you know, Real. meant something, and then but then yeah. you know, ten years later, you see all the fucking fake memes, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> Go ahead. But,
3: no, 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 um, but yeah, so Yams have, have been talking about like, you, I don't know if y'all remember that song, Ass Milk but with <laughs> earl sweatshirt classic well, classic song right fucking he put that up and from that point on it was pretty much just like a like a fucking downhill ride for me or like it, it, everything just snowballed it was like a snowball effect Uncle, yeah, ro- yeah. Whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah like everything just went yep. it just rolled for me like i i fell in love with the music right away like i was the only person on earth that didn't like yonkers initially because i thought ass milk was like everything else like just way better like just on top of the world it was like perfect mm-hmm. and yonkers was just like eh but then she came out and then i fell in love with that and then i went and got the album and it was just amazing yeah but, but and,
0: you, you saw him in the early era though right you saw him like uh in like 2013 or earlier right like the prime odd future era where they were all like hanging out like all the yeah. time yeah
3: yeah it was it was it was incredible bro like right after earl just got out um, it was in New York city. It was incredible, bro. Like Tyler, Tyler has unmatched energy on stage. The only per, the only group slash person I would say matches him in terms of live performances for me was the Dillinger escape plan. RIP to them. But, um, that was an amazing fucking performance at the end. Earl sweatshirt came out. Yeah. They did. Uh, the- he wrapped Earl in its entirety, like the, the song Earl in its entirety, like at the edge of the stage, and it was just fucking sick, bro. Like, Tyler is, if we're making a Mount Rushmore for the past 10 years, he has to be up there.
0: Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait yo, yo. We'll save that for later. <laughs> you know, I saw him around that era, too. Again, uh, like, 2013 when, when Wolf came out and, you know, all the um, Odd Future dudes, like, were on stage and that kind of stuff. And it was just so crazy to, like, they would, like, toss the microphone back and forth. And, like, you know, um, Haji Beats would come on and, like, do a song or whatever. Yeah. That shit. It was like, yeah. it was definitely a very punk or a very like kind of amateur, like fun fucking like DIY, like energy for sure. I mean, they
3: were, they were at, they were at a, I went and saw, it was a free show. It was Dillinger Escape Plan, Trash Talk and whoever opened, I forgot. So forgive me. I think it was Let Live. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. But um, they were at the show. Tyler, I, uh, what's her name? Uh, I don't Is remember. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. They were there. Like they were physically there. And it was it was fucking sick because they were in the crowd with us. They weren't like backstage and shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they were they were moshing during fucking Trash Talk. You feel me?
0: Yeah, it must have been fucking crazy.
3: Oh my god, it was a, it was an out of body experience, bro. like you turn around and you see you see Tyler Creator going crazy and shit. You're like, What? Nigga, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially since it was a Dillinger headline show. Like Trash Talk was the second band up. It was fucking sick. That whole era of of Odd Future, as much as I don't mess with the music nowadays, was a golden era that should probably be remembered for, like, every, in terms of, like, rap. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, and can I just say, like, I think what they did online was just, like, really, like, amazing. And it really did something for, like, hip-hop and, like, music in general. Just how they were able to, like, really, I don't know, cultivate, like, an online presence before like i didn't see i mean soldier boy will say he did it first but like no. i didn't really know that many like artists who were able to troll so expertly yeah like, yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah obviously
0: he was he's he's the first to do everything he's the first to you know be on the internet be on youtube all that stuff but yeah odd future was first was, to be born first to be born but odd <laughs> future just like asap because they were contemporaries i feel like they kind of rose up around the same time i would say um, oh yeah, for sure. You know, what I mean, they were super groups, be- but like, we didn't, you didn't know it. You know what I mean? Like, Sid now has the internet, which is like a massive project. Obviously, Frank Ocean. You know what I mean? If he wanted to headline, like, if he wanted to do like twenty shows at MSG, like, it would probably sell out, type of shit. He's fucking massive, like, ma- more massive than people like understand, like his his presence and that kind of stuff. And um, Damo and 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 Haji didn't work out so much, but like, they were great MCs for their time. They made great albums. Um, I mean, no
3: idols is timeless, bro. I don't know if right. it's for the time because that that's that alchemist lineup of beats can like crush like the majority of the Griselda ones that have come out. That mm. shit is fucking nuts. Damo snapped, and for him to have fell off like that disappointed me. But you know what? It's just how shit goes. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Even the ones that like didn't like have real musical careers and like shouldn't have anyway. Like like Jasper or something. But he's always like on on uh, oldie, which is like a classic, you know, Odd Future song, but. You know, yeah. again, I digress as well, but I wanted to kind of also go from there into, you know, Troy. I wanted to ask you about the performances that we saw because we saw we actually saw him twice for the Flower Boy tour. Um, yes, we did, and I feel like the experiences were way different, like than the earlier performances, which were kind of more of like a punk energy. I feel like, yeah. but you know, by the time we saw him at Madison Square Garden, it was pretty like I don't know. It, it, it's not that it felt formal, but it was like very calm.
1: It, it does felt like feel more formal. like a. It felt like more like a performance than it did like. You know, it was like, like a, a Broadway show or something. Type a show, Broadway right? show, yeah. rather than just like, uh, like a mosh pit, like shit back in like Wolf or something. Yeah, like I feel like, um, I mean, I don't know. Like I first time we saw him, it was, uh, was it Gov Ball? Was the first time
0: the Panorama Festival was on the same island as Gov Ball? Uh, that was like the short lived like Coachella, uh, New York City music festival. Yeah, we saw mm-hmm. him in yeah. the tent in that tent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, first time we saw him, I mean, like, I mean, that kind of felt more like kind of the old Tyler, just because, like, maybe because, like, when we got there, like, that's when he did, like, I Ain't Got Time, and just the whole crowd just went fucking nuts. Oh, yeah, I fucking forgot about that song. Yeah, dude, and, like, everyone was, like, moshed into it, and, like, and then you look around, there's, like, flowers everywhere. It, it It feels like I was in SpongeBob's house, like, it was just so colorful. Like, it was just wild. Like, it was such a, like, an experience. Yeah. And then, like, um, yeah, and then, like, uh, in the Math Square Garden performance, like, I feel like uh, that was, like, a lot more calm, a lot more, like, intimate, because, you know, it just wasn't, like, a music festival. I remember, like, um, what was it, he was, like, on some awards show, like, the night before with the cheetah hair print, and then, like, he came to the show with the same cheetah hair print, and I'm just like, wow, like, this is pretty cool. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it was like, cool. cool. It was, like, and, an event.
3: Yo, yeah, if I may was, say that, that cheetah hair print was legendary. It was fire. That, it it was really fire.
1: was. Like, I was just like, how come nobody else is doing this?
3: Kanye <laughs> yeah, went uh, and copied anyway. him. Like.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: But, but the concert was kind of like that as well, where it's like, who else is doing this? Or like, why doesn't anybody else think of this type of shit? Where it was just like, you know, I don't know, just the way that he was performing and the way that he came out. And like, he was being like funny and candid with the audience. It was like almost like half stand up, half oh. like singing, half rapping, half turn up. Like, it was like. You know, lots of, ha- I mean, that equals out to probably like 300%, which is a little bit fucked
1: up. <laughs> so maybe there's 20% singing, 25% <laughs> Quick math. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quick math, yeah. But um, Dude, I remember, you know a moment that really stuck out to me at that Madison um, Square Garden one was like, I remember like, I forget what like song he just did, but like it got real quiet afterwards. And then like some dude standing behind us, just yells out to Tyler and he's just like Tyler are you still fucking with white boys <laughs> oh, then, like yeah. Tyler literally looks at the, he literally looks at the crowd and just starts dying and he's just like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that
0: was crazy I, I i love those intimate performances too because it gets so quiet like you, like you could literally yell something that that like ruins the entire moment and that guy took it risked it all <laughs> just funny you can just yell out to your favorite performer like whatever type of shit it's just i don't know i, I feel like that's kind of funny but yeah I, I guess uh call me if you get lost is like a a, a greatest hits of, of album of songs that haven't come out type of thing um where it yeah. takes all these elements from his career and you know all these performances and all these you know this whole culmination of everything he's done and his controversies all that kind of stuff and it just kind of puts it all mm-hmm. in one spot
1: yeah kind of like going off that um i kind of felt like this album is, like, what he's been working towards ever since he started his career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, 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 because, like, you do kind of, like, sense, like, all of his past projects into this project. So, it kind of feels like, 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 he's like a Pokemon, and he just keeps evolving <laughs> uh-huh. and evolving and evolving. And then, now, like, with this, I think, like, you know, it's, like, kind of, like, his, like, end, like, evolution. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see for the next album that he puts out in two years. But I mean, yeah, I think this album is just like kind of like incorporates everything that was like amazing on the past projects and just incorporates it into this one like effortlessly, effortlessly. <laughs> <Effort-ly. laughs>
3: yes. Jack Antonoff. <Antelope>. Maximum <laughs> effort. Jack <laughs> Jack, A- Jack Jack Antonoff. Uh, Jack Antonoff. <laughs> Jack
2: Antonoff. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why you guys
2: tune into this, not for that music shit. Um, <laughs>
0: Just
1: the way I talk. For the sus
0: boy activity. After For dark. the sus boy shit, yes, sir. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm proud of Tyler. This, this album is fucking sick, and I wanted to kind of go I'm through it. I'm proud of my son. I'm proud of my son. My
1: <laughs> son, who's exactly the same age as me. It's crazy, because he's like, you know, he's probably like,
0: him. I think he's, what is he, 30? Yeah. Ryan, you 30? Uh, what? Todd the Creator.
3: He said, you, you have the exact same age." <laughs> no,
0: nah, yeah, I'm 30 years old. Yeah, I gotta go pick up the wife and kids after the podcast.
3: <laughs> I left my kid at soccer
0: practice. He he has to wait until I'm done with my podcast. He knows that
3: chance to rapper ass <laughs> shit. You. Just said right there,
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, since since we didn't do a review of this album yet, and since you know we didn't have like a meeting to talk about like the grade or whatever, I, I think it's it would be interesting to kind of get everybody's perspective on it. You know, like pretty much track by track, we can kind of skip around a little bit, but you know what I mean. Starting with um, the openers, you know, Sir Baudelaire with um, DJ Drama of all people—it's crazy. Yo. Yo, that was the Yo, fucking best choice. That was, best that was, choice. That that was so the best God. choice. This, this is, really? is why.
2: This is why I respect the shit out of this album, though. Right, bro. right. like he really got DJ Drama to do this shit, bro. Like, right. I was not gonna listen to this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was not, like,
3: yeah, okay. Oh <laughs> um, God, bro! Like, as soon as I saw DJ Drama intro, I said, "This nigga's like he he's doing a bit." So I'm not like I, I was I was getting prepared to be annoyed with him. And then it was actually DJ Drama.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, he did like drama killed it.
3: Yeah, like that that set the tone and from that point on I fell in love with the album. That that was so that that is so fucking wild that of all fucking people, this nigga, he skipped over Funk Flex, K Slay, all of them, bro. He went with the GOAT. DJ fucking drama, nigga.
0: Yeah, he already, yeah. He already had his phone with DJ Flex with that freestyle. <laughs> so he moved on to with, DJ with Drama. You ever see that freestyle? Funk-
3: with, with funk flex, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit is hilarious. Yeah, the Domo Genesis had a funny ass bar in that shit that, that that I used to just like just replay on YouTube on my phone in school to just laugh at. That shit is so funny, man. But,
0: but yeah, I like how he gets again, like like just with the BET awards and, and with funk flex and all this, I, over the years he's kind of been cultivating these mainstream forces. You know, he's not friends with, with DJ Khaled, actually. They are they're actually enemies. But uh <laughs> you know, it it's cool to see him um, you know, even with Lil Wayne, because Lil Wayne was on, on, on Cherry Bomb. Like, it's cool to see him on this album.
1: And, like. Dude, it's cool seeing him fuck with, like, everybody. You know? Yeah, Lil right. Lil Wayne, yeah. he has Ty Dollar Sign, he has Young Boy Never Broke Again on here, 42 mm-hmm. Doug. Yep. Like, it's kind of crazy, just like the people he was able to, like, get for this album. They were very like, smart features. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Like, they were smart as hell.
2: Well, place, like. One place. Yeah, like like they really because like I know people who don't listen to Tyler, like who don't like who would who listen to a lot of hip hop, but who would never really listen to Tyler, and they were fucking with this shit. And for a lot of them, it's their album of the year. And I think it was like it lies in the fact that he was able to blend those two sides of hip hop that usually don't meet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was like a he he threw like the perfect like cookout. Like that's how that album felt. You know what I mean? Like hey, everybody was invited. You know what good I mean? Point.
0: Yeah, Good they all point. got their toes out eating vanilla ice cream, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> some some woman's giving them vanilla ice cream. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's it's yeah. You're right. It's like a it's like a billion dollar cookout. Like everybody's pulling their money together and they're getting like the best house in Ibiza, like type of shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's getting hey, the best Biza. house in Geneva. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherever uh, they sure, want to go. Sure. You know, the passport's sure. full of stamps. Like. It's crazy. Everybody's got their toes out. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, I really love how, you know, I think, Eve, I, I think, I feel like Eve as a, you know, as like a film major, film like adjacent kind of, you're film major, right? You
2: yeah, yeah, I yeah, went so, to school for a pointless film degree. Yeah, so
0: so I feel like with with uh, you can probably appreciate the Wes Anderson influence in this because obviously he's clearly influenced by Wes
2: Anderson. Oh my god, he loves Wes
0: Anderson. You can see the way he starts yeah. off the album where he talks about being a lobby boy or whatever. And Bro, I didn't
2: even peep. I didn't even peep. You're so right. It's just a Wes Anderson movie. Like you're so, yeah, But it's directed that's by the new drama. That's his new aesthetic, <laughs> though. That's like his. That's like Flower Boy DJ's Igor. Lama. Yeah. Like, it's a Wes Anderson movie. It's a totally. fantastic I Mr. Love Fox, but
0: it's, uh, <laughs> DJ Dramas, the... the but it's, God. uh,
1: Tyler, Be- uh, Baudelaire. Baudelaire, yeah, yeah. Baudelaire. Baudelaire. Yeah, Tyler
0: Baudelaire. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just so many things at once, like, like, but it's not specific, it's not just a Wes Anderson movie, because, like, like, the song Massa, or, like, the song Run It Up doesn't sound like Wes Anderson, but, like, right, Sir right. Baudelaire does, so, but but then there's songs like What's Your Name, where it's, like, a like an R&B song, but it's, like, ironic, <laughs> and, and it has, you know, NBA oh, Youngboy singing his fucking ass off. That was a sick
1: song. I love that. Dude, song I like so that much. too. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought the song started off. What so is funny. your name? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I thought. What is your name? He was the best part I of that the song for was... me. I love. Yeah. Oh, me that. too. I thought it was so funny about how it started off. Like when he's just like, it's like "I got the best, best pickup line like of all time." He's just like, "You look malnourished." <laughs> Ooh, you look malnourished. <laughs> Let's get some bread.
0: <laughs> and Eve, I wanted to talk to you about this because. And it's an interesting, interesting topic that came up on this album. And uh, what, you know, when we were on the anti retreat, you know, we were walking around Brooklyn.
3: Uh, told you, don't bring that up. Don't do that.
0: And we saw. And we saw those don't. two. Could you shut up? So we saw those those three girls on the sidewalk, and they were all wearing the same outfit. Remember? Yeah. And and I was, and then we got into, we somehow got into the subject of negging as like a concept, as like a pickup line type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, And I feel like that's what he's doing on the song and I feel like it's very funny. That
2: like we were we were just talking about that. <laughs> and, oh yeah, no. Uh, he's, no he's, he's definitely, definitely got his toxic man. vibes for sure on this album. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he I can't believe some of the shit Tyler said he did. You <laughs> look malnourished. Glad. <laughs> yeah, like, holy shit! <laughs> That's a solid nag.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> That's
2: a solid yeah. nag. And then he's like, "Oh, I'll take
0: you to some. I'll take you to Cannes Film Festival, and so I'll take you to some indie films that you never heard of, or whatever." All I was about it. to
2: say, he definitely is on his like manipulative um, shit. Right? Our our school fuck boy vibe. Right, That's right, right. right yes. Yeah. Yeah. no One hundred
1: percent. Like, he, plus, like, just like the situations, like, what this album is is about, like, it's just like. Man, this of course this would be happen to Tyler. Where like he falls in love with a chick who has a boyfriend, and then he's just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I fuck with that," but like you know, just secretly <laughs> I just wish he died. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's classic Tyler. You know what I mean? That's like that's like uh, that song. What is it? It's she right with uh, Frank Ocean.
1: That was so
2: good. Yeah, that is classic. That was good, it's, but it's like it was same. It energy. was like more endearing when he was like kind of like a scummy weirdo. Now it's just like he's rich as shit. It's like bro, <laughs> yeah. you're you're kind of asshole.
0: It's just funny <laughs> to me. Like I just imagine this girl being in his house for seven days, and they're like on the couch, like peering into each other's eyes, and she's swimming, and then just the boyfriend just picks her up at the end, and just
1: like all right, like I'm gonna. The boyfriend's fun. like thanks for looking out for her, Tyler. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: There's this movie. Um. Yeah, maybe I'll cut this. But there's this movie with um, there's this Matthew Perry yeah. movie where um, him and this dude like are are really good friends and they work at the office together. And um, Matthew Perry's friend uh, has this really hot wife or hot girlfriend or whatever. But he has to go out of town and he thinks that Matthew Perry is gay, so he has Matthew Perry like babysit his girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's like a romantic plot that ensues or whatever. I just feel like his friend was like, "Yeah, you want to watch my girlfriend for the weekend? Like, you have a nice mansion, you have a pool, you have like cars and everything, and like a ATV. Like, you know, you can entertain her for the mm-hmm. weekend." And it's like, you know, I, I listen to Igor. You're not interested in girls, so it's like I was about to say <laughs> you he <know>?
2: probably <laughs> fucked up, thought he was just he was just gay, like, nah. yeah, yeah. And
0: then Tyler was like, "But little do you know, like, <laughs> he's dangerous. He
2: wants your shawty too."
0: And that's what I respect on this album. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. love the the switch up. He's just like, "Yep, yeah, I'm I'm straight on this album." That's what it is. No, yeah, but I'm also I'm good. Like, like he is. just once in a while, it's just like he's it's very fluid. It's like he'll drop a line about like his guy being tall, like Mulan or whatever. Wow,
3: he's like I,
0: I try
1: okay. to fuck Justin Bieber like proud. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm not-,
2: not gonna lie. For every game reference, he had to have like. An NBA YoungBoy feature on this album. <laughs> that was basically how he balanced it out. I feel like, like <laughs> yeah. when he was on some like such shit, he was like, "All right, I'm gonna make up with it for like 42 Doug for people who are like not on this side." Yeah, and like,
0: like ah, but then it's like okay, 42 Doug, okay. Like, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you're saying.
2: What, what is saying. your yeah. name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I mean that's that's my point though. Like, I think it was able to really something for everybody. Like two different audiences together. Like yeah. there's that meme of like the. You know the Tyler fans and the YoungBoy fans shaking hands. I thought that was hilarious. Like I was like,
1: yeah, but about to say. So, um, I mean, what are you guys like favorite songs from this uh project? Um,
3: yeah, let's start with
0: the uh, yeah. You wanna yo Ryan? You wanna drop your favorites
3: off the rip? Um, is definitely Lumberjack is probably number one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Massa for sure manifesto because you know i'm a domo genesis fan like through and through even though i know it's blasphemous like not to like pharrell i don't like pharrell like that but i do like this i do do really do love juggernaut especially after listening to to it outside with you earlier like it really grew on me even more than before and yeah, little it's, it's uzi verse, verse is fantastic so it's it's the obligatory,
0: last... oh sorry I, I was gonna say it's the obligatory like tyler up song like at the end of the album like a tamale or like a you know what I mean? Like one of those songs where it's like, all right, yeah, yeah we need a tamale. Was that awful. You know what I mean? We need like a, yeah. we need like a bank. We need like a fucking banger to like, you know, almost mm-hmm. end the album, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Right.
3: And Corso that's, that would be it Corsa's for great. me. Like the Corso is fucking great. Oh, it, to me, the album is what I wanted from a Tyler album this whole time. Whereas like, like how y'all had just said before, where it's like balances everything pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I don't care about, like, the Odd Future slash, like, whatever sound that that you would call that shit. Like, that, like, uh, I like Flower Boy, but, like, I don't care for the sound like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care for that super floaty, like, artsy shit. Like, that's not for me personally. Mm -hmm. So, like, I do. And and same thing with Ego. I I loved it when it came out. Do not run it back now at all. Like, Mm -hmm. ever. So, to not have any of that, you know what I mean? And it's just Tyler straight up just getting aggressive with it, just talking a bunch of like stupid shit and like being his old self, but rapping with DJ Drama on a fucking track, bro. Yeah. And this nigga went and put two Philly legends in, on the same album, bro, with with DJ Drama and Lil Uzi Vert. Come on, bro. You know all of Philly was definitely fucking with that, bro. Oh, yeah, what
2: I mean? that's what I'm saying. Like, that was like really cool. Like, I remember I saw DJ Drama in a club in high school, bro. Like, that was crazy. You know what I mean? Like... And now he's, like, out here with, like, Tyler, like, it's just cool. Like, he really, yeah. Tyler just really knows, like, his, like, he knows the culture, you know what I mean, for lack of a better word. And, like, mm-hmm. he just, like, I don't know. Like, I respect what he was able to do bringing, like, a legend out that, uh, excuse me, a legend like that out there for, um, you know, basically, like, producing the soul shit.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like out of like the outsider rappers, yeah. like um, almost like like Childish Gambino or even Jay Coulter to certain extent, because you know he's always th- staunchly independent and uh, that kind of stuff. I feel like Tyler has always been the one who's most welcoming of, of mainstream stuff. Like even since Goblin, like you know um he had he was he was in the same wave as Gambino where it was kind of this like um, shock rap or whatever. But Gambino always had this air of like. Oh, like, I'm too good for this rap, like this, like, you know, Atlanta stuff. I'm too good for like this, like mainstream rap stuff. They don't accept me, that kind of stuff. But Tyler was always like, I like, I like Waka of Flocka of Flame. Like Lil B is good. Like, like I like ASAP Rocky. I like music that you can turn up to. Like he's never, he was never above the mainstream or the turn up music or the Gucci mains or any of that kind of stuff. He was always aspiring to work with them. You know, but he just didn't have the... Yeah, facts. You know, I mean, he yeah, wasn't sure. where he wanted to be. And that, that's what I love about Tyler more than... I think that's why he's... Even Chance, like, like like I feel like he has the taste to curate these guests that he wants to work... That he needs to work with, you know what I mean? More than more than Chance. And he appeals to the mainstream and, like, kind of can do the rap thing in the mainstream more than, like, a, yeah, like a Gambino. So I feel like at this point, he's, like, one of the biggest and best, like, outsider <laughs> hip-hop artists. And I feel like on this album, like, he just kind of does exactly what he wants, when he wants, and he fades everything into each other effortlessly, like c- totally perfectly. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I just want to go over my favorite tracks just real quick. What? Uh, 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 What's Your Name? Obviously with, with Young Boy and Ty Dolla Sign, amazing. Listen to that song like f- five times daily. Then into Lumberjack, it's amazing. Hot Wind Blows. I love uh, Run It Up. It's very inspirational. Um, I love the first part of Sweet. I Thought You Wanted to Dance a little bit too. Like, I don't know. It just goes on a little bit too long. Um, uh, Rise amazing Juggernaut amazing and Wilshire I love the whole um, story aspect yeah, of it I, you know I really I mean, like that one too yeah um, it's definitely one of my favorites on there but you know what, what did you like about Wilshire because my favorite part of it is just how it's just a simple drum beat for the whole time and he kind of you know um, you because know, he was kind of bragging a lot before and some of the relationship stuff from What's Your Name kind of got lost in the shuffle but I feel like Wilshire kind of really centered it back on topic and back on that he's stealing this guy's girl and this is his story from top to bottom with no exclusions mm-hmm. of information
1: no yeah honestly well before i even like talk about that song um i saw online that wilshire was actually recorded on a single take so he did no that whole song, one,
0: no one take that's impressive
1: yeah yeah but um yeah i really liked it i like the story that it told where like Um, like, he just really fell in love, like, really fell in love with this chick, and, like, fell in love with her so much that, like, just even just hanging out with her as friends was enough for him. Like, you know, like, he just was super into her. And, um, I I don't know, I really like, too, just, like, um, how, like, you know, like, they they really, like, didn't want to, like, fuck up the friendship, but, like, he was always secretly, like, wanting to fuck up this friendship just so, like, he can, like, you know, cross that line. You know I, what I, I mean?
0: I, yeah, I, lo- I love the flirting with information. Like, um, like the just, like, little dropping of seeds of information because, like, on, on that song, Wilshire, like, he says, um, your lips are dry so something is off. So, you know that they kissed. You know what I mean? He didn't say explicitly, like, when we kissed under the moonlight. Like, I looked into your eyes. It's not that corny shit. He's like, your lips are dry. Something was off. How does he know his <laughs> yeah. lips are dry? He kissed her. You know what I mean? So, it's like flirtation with what exactly did they do you don't really know you know
1: did they right. have sex mm-hmm.
0: like or did he just want to have no, sex? yeah I, like, I, you never yeah, know i really right?
1: like how like specific it is too i really yeah. like how like uh we is just super specific and just crazy it's, like beautiful scenes of just like it's like oh like i'll fly you out to like wherever like we can just go yeah. like any part of the country like i'll just take you there but and then uh, y- yeah
0: mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I was going to say the one take, yeah. the one take nature of it was very like um, it made sense for the song because it made sense like lyrically because it it did kind of sound like a freestyle or like almost like a improvised thing because he, he even stops at certain points where he's like he's like he says something and then he goes oh and by this you know by the roots by you know she had he has roots in her and I'm on the surface I mean that you know they're fucking and I'm the new guy like he explain he he'll say something that sounds a little bit confusing and instead of just letting it go on to the next part he's like oh by the way that means this okay let me continue
1: you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: no definitely like um, yeah honestly I just really like too just like how like um, he was just w- able to convey like all these emotions throughout this freestyle just like under one take like you know like he had all these different like he sure like all this was his side but like he had all these like rollercoaster emotions uh, throughout this whole story of just like oh like I really love her I really want to be with her and then she goes with her boyfriend he's like I'm, I'm cool with that but then like every time like I would see her like he would always just give me this look, and I knew that he knows that I know. Yeah, it's a lot of he
0: knows that she knows that I know. It's a lot of hearsay. It's like very, it's very cool to see it play out like over you know eight minutes. And I I listen to the song all the time. It's all oh, it's it's very it's like calming. I don't know. It's like I like hearing the story. You know.
3: Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting with sort of like I guess you could say like it, how everything flowed like it. In terms of the traditional tired of the creator album, it really just went the opposite way, like how y'all just saying. Mm-hmm. But he just never really ever lost touch with himself either. You know what I mean? He still got glimpses of shit. He still got he still got like peppers. It it, it really is like how you said before, like a like except it was with Cali, but like a melody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get your little oh, like a medley? bitch and pee. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like a med. My bad. Like a medley. My, my fault, yeah. It's really like a like a Tyler Creator medley of like all different types of styles of Tyler in one, but none of it overtook the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't expect that 42 Doug feature to be a thing, but it's a thing. You feel me? I saw 42 Doug on, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like that heat? What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you would never expect it but it's there and like I, while I didn't care for the song like that it was it's passable like I'm sure plenty of other people love it I'm just not a fan of 42 Doug but yeah. aside from that I mean I don't know bro like I I just feel like the album is is incredible like it's it's up there with me for albums of the year too for yeah. sure
0: yeah like like things like that like the 42 Doug uh, line and things on the Jake that played the Jake Cole album like some of the cornier bars like um I don't even know. There's 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 a lot of corny bars on here, but there's just so much material that it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. And there's a lot of good material, and a lot of good bars that I really yeah. like. Um, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I, I I just I just feel like he offers a lot on this album, and a lot of it works, and some things don't quite work, and it either ruins the song or it kind of lessens the song at certain part at certain points. So that's why I, I would refrain from giving it like an A plus.
1: Um, like, what do you? Could you like point out like a specific moment where you're just like that just didn't work?
0: Um, definitely the 42 Doug verse. Um, I would say on "Run It Up" when the when the kick drums come in, they're very like light and they kind of build up slowly, and that part um feels anticlimactic to me a little bit. Um,
1: I would say yeah, especially the way that one started too. Yeah, it's
0: like it's like doesn't it doesn't quite build up like as excitingly as I thought um yeah
1: yeah because i remember like when i first like heard like run it up like it kind of reminded me of like a mike tyson speech you know mm, what i mean like like, like inspirational
0: and stuff right like be strong
1: dude well not like inspiration more like just like like confident you know what I mean right 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 like I'm the best ever like you know what I mean like he's just like I'm like the greatest person like like I know that I'm gonna run it up like
0: yeah it's interesting because I I don't know if it's character development for Tyler because like on the song Mr. Lonely he's like the loudest in the room is the loneliest in the room and it was kind of about him and Mm -hmm. you know he's had anxiety issues he's had like issues with this and that but he acts like he doesn't and I don't know if it's a put on or just like he's just kind of gotten over those issues, but you know, knowing Tyler from the beginning, like like there are definitely changes from from his old self to this uh, album and 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 things that definitely stuck with him. Like he's de- you can definitely tell. Like I don't know. Like I feel like he's gotten rid of all of his self consciousness. He's not really worried about it. But the old, the self consciousness, some of it comes from relationships still, you know, uh, as it does right. on every other Tyler the Creator mm-hmm. album. So I feel like there's yeah. the heart. There's the heart. You know what I mean? There's all this luxury. Just like watch the throne, where it's just like I'm buying this Richard Milley watch. You know, I bought it over here. I'm getting a second one for my grandma. You know what I mean? I have a. You know, I, I have the Rolls Royce. I got the other one coming with. You know, uh, all with three the Migos bike are, rack on it. Yeah, it has the bike <laughs> rack, and you know, me and the Migos are gonna go fucking like off road biking or whatever. Like and then, but then you know, like that's cool and that's funny, and he can balance it well. But then on top of that, you have the heart. Where it's like you have the love story and the kind of like you know doomed yeah the doomed love story at the heart of it, where that gives it you know um, that emotional punch that it needs. So yeah, you know maybe it's super well balanced. Yeah, I would say so. I I was gonna say uh, you know Uh, even even Troy, I wanted to uh, get your guys like best tracks and then kind of get like.
3: uh, Yo yo, excuse me real quick. Excuse excuse me uh, real quick. Yo, uh, Eve, did you get did you list your songs?
0: Yeah, that's why I was about to. what was I about to say? Yeah. So he I got, um, no, he didn't. I was about, that's what I was no, about right, to say. I'm about oh. to do I one. wanted to throw it to you guys. No,
1: like, we're, we're working towards yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, um. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um. Yeah, just to kind of almost like wrap it up a little bit. Uh, not wrap it up, but like um to kind of get everybody's general opinions and and so we can kind of get to like our grades. Uh, you know, Troy and Eve. I just wanted to get your guys' like uh favorite tracks and favorite moments. Even.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah sure. Um, I liked. Yeah, you go. You go ahead, bro.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. I can go. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. So I gotta say that, like, so, like some of my favorite songs. Uh, I really did like. What was your name? Uh, I really like that. I'm a huge. I'm a sucker for Ty Dolla Sign. What can I say? I, <laughs> whenever he's on a track, I'm like, I give it like more credit than it deserves. But like, I think this one deserves the right fits, amount of credit. He, you, I, you know, I know what I mean? Real good. He he fits. That's over extremely
3: valid. That's extremely valid, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Troy. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, like whenever I see Ty Doll sign, I'm like, ah oh, but ah. Uh.
3: <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> he, was, he was perfect. He didn't do
0: very much on the song, but he was he was like an instrument. Like he was like, Yeah, these days it's like he just popped in for two seconds, like to kinda like
3: What's your name? <laughs> like that
1: shit's great. Like you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I really liked it. Um yeah. I really like Lumberjack too. Uh I thought like he had like some pretty interesting um uh, lines on there. Um plus I really liked just like the hard delivery he had on that. Uh, I even like the fake out too, when like he's, he he like pretends he's about to go into it, and then like he stops to like talk about like his mom, like be like, yo, she loved this shit, like you know, like I, I don't know, I really like that fake out. Everyone's got the picnic blankets uh, in the back. <laughs> yeah, don't forget the picnic uh, you never know. blankets in the back of the car. <laughs> you never know you need them. You know. <laughs> um, let's see, I, I think another one I like too. Um, I liked Manifesto a lot as well. Uh, I love in the beginning of that song when like. Um, when he's just like, uh, when they, he's like, m- m- like mocking the like the critics out there, be like, oh, like you need to say this and that about certain black, and he's like, shut the fuck up, like, <laughs> like I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, and plus I, I like to like, there's another line in there too about how like it's just like you like say you're religious, but like you just listen to your your mom, your mom, and your mom listens to your grandmother, and your grandmother listens to the master, like. Yeah, like, just, I don't know. I, I kind of that was a hidden moment in the album.
0: Like, like you can you can miss that song. You know what I mean? It just sounds very calm and very normal. But you listen to it, it's like, Jesus Christ! Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah, fucking heavy.
1: No, seriously. I I kind of like looked at it in a way of just like it kind of it's kind of like it reminded me of like systematic racism a little bit of just like and also kind of just like the traditional view of how to do stuff. Of like you know just like you know like the reason why you go to college because your parents told you to go to college because right. your parents' parents went to college because blah 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 and Tyler like on the song is just like fuck that like I'm just gonna trailblaze myself I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do because that's like you know like I like fuck like listening to people in the past like I, like what I'm doing is right and they it's new and no one else is doing it yeah it's um, like the power of positive yeah thinking. and then like yeah no exactly yeah like he's just like like you know everyone like who because i don't know about you guys but like i know like in my life and like like a bunch of old heads would be like oh like don't do this don't do that like don't do it that way but then like i just do it my way and it just ends up working out don't start but, a music know, page. they're not gonna yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't it's like what do you mean start a music page like you know get, work like go like you know what like put the extra hours into like your job and i'm just like nah i'm good but um yeah i really liked uh that song I mean, this song like it's not really much of a song, but I really like Mama Talk because I thought that shit was hilarious. Yeah, you know, just, like his mom just like <laughs> like talking about like I used to beat the shit out of all these kids back in the day, <laughs> and then and then like he's just like, I forget the moment when like um he's just like Tyler like would I lie to them and he's like uh you have no reason to yeah. like, <laughs> like he sounded like scared of his own mom on the track like
0: <laughs> yeah it, it reminded me of like hotels where like the, the like all the the older women were like. <laughs> talking about like if they want a new refrigerator, like they gotta fuck or something like that. Like, I, like I don't know. It just felt like very like down, down to earth. Very like, um, like it was recorded in like a kitchen or something like
1: that. You know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Very like, it, it felt very, yeah. It really grounded the the project there. And then, um, I mean, I really like Juggernaut too, just because like you know, Uzi killed it, Pharrell killed it, and then uh, I really liked uh, Will Shire as well, because I just love that whole story of just like. You know, being in love with somebody who you know you can't have, and then they love you back, but they they know they can't have you, and then it's just like this situation that's like super unique, but also vague enough to where like you're just like I oh, can you relate know to what? it, like, yeah. I've, yeah, it's, it's super relatable.
0: I feel like this is a good way to. This is a very like perfect way to portray relationships on a on an album. I just want to like briefly like touch on back on like the Olivia Rodrigo album just for like one second because I like you know the conversation about it is kind of like contrived at this point. It's like everybody's talking about it, whatever. But like on that album, again, like I like I would like to see her, um, kind of over the years, maybe when she gets like this age or she gets like twenty five, kind of talk about like you know a situation where she goes, you know, you know, ah, I'm a bad person, like I kind of fucked this up or whatever, just like the way that Tyler did, and because you know, because from his progression, from like a song like She, it's just like you doing everything wrong, like he called her the c word, like it's just like you know I'm like a good guy, or whatever, like it's like kind of creepy. And then now it's just very nuanced. It's like something that might have actually happened to him, type of shit, and it's very mature. And it's like you can tell he's been through other relationships and kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: I just feel like, um, mm-hmm. he he kind of like has like like he like I mean he admits like on the like a lot of this album that he's just like like you know like I am a bad guy for like having these thoughts and like doing the stuff that I've like the sly shit I've been doing. Yeah. But like he's just like But that's just me, you know you know? Like I'm not trying to get yeah. out here to be the good guy. I'm here to be me.
2: Right. Yeah, this is definitely his most self aware I feel like album. Like even though his other albums were like really self aware, I feel like they like kinda like you said, like they didn't have the same nuance. It was all just kinda like New oh, sense? either I'm the victim <laughs> or I'm like you know what I mean? Or like right. I'm the shit type thing. Right. Um but like here there's a lot of different like colors, like and he's like, like I said earlier, like he's definitely, you can see how much he's matured as an artist and like, you know, like just like how real he is on a lot of these songs.
0: Yeah, it just seems like he's talking about what he's really going through rather than doing horrorcore or doing like a a weird song of like um from like Too Young or something where it's just, and, like, you know, or Fucking Young, whatever the hell the song is called. Yeah, and like,
2: it's cool that he's like, he's not like self-conscious about anything anymore. Because it feels like, you know, it feels like he's really just boldly being himself to, like, again, like, to a larger audience this time. Because, you know, he got, he brought, I feel like he brought those features in, like, to get some attention that he hadn't gotten before. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? But I feel like this is, like, I feel like he's been through so much that, like, at this point, he's really, like, comfortable with who he is. You know what I mean? And he's able to, like go to all these artists and be like, yeah, this is who I am. Like I make this kind of music, either you fuck with me or you don't. And then like a lot of people ended up fucking with him because of that.
0: Yeah. This is definitely like mm. his like his send me or like Caliucci's moment where he's very confident in what he wants to do. He's globetrotting. He's like having all these experiences. He getting what he wants, whenever he wants it, he sounds good. He's singing. He has great features. You know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah, he's almost like if you watch Caliucci's Instagram, like, like, I feel like that's like the life that lifestyle that Tyler's living, like flying around on fly, private jets, you're in the Lambo, you know, you're with this celebrity, you're dating that celebrity, that kind of thing. It's a mix of that. Plus, um, you know, you know, when Drake said, "Uh, oh, chef, could you uh, could you like <laughs> he said, like prepare me a, a cup of wine or like make me a cup of wine or something like that? I feel like he's at that level Yeah, where 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 he's just like asking for things and it's just like it costs a million dollars. Like, yeah, whatever.
2: He he's well, yeah, the kind yeah, of guy yeah, who gets really good uh, luggage.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you know? he, yeah. He has the crazy fucking luggage. <laughs>
2: but yeah, just, he's a luggage <laughs> guy. But yeah, so what,
0: what were your what were your <laughs> what kind of luggage he has?
2: Bro, you, I mean, he's got trunks, man. You, you saw it. He's got some LV trunks.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. LV trunks full of, full of money,
0: and there's papers flying out of them and stuff, and yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, he has the chauffeur. He's
2: literally a Baudelaire, like from, like what was that fucking book? Um, what yeah, we was did that shit. Yeah,
1: we definitely oh, from. Uh, mis- was it a uh, series of unfortunate events? A series of
2: unfortunate events. Yeah, he's literally a Baudelaire. Like, beau you know what one. I mean? Like, yeah, he's like a 20th century like globe trotting like you know he's oh the he's the black guy who like is in mm-hmm. Japan like in the 20th century. He's like, what the fuck? How'd you get over here?
1: Yeah. Yeah that's true. You know what's actually like interesting is uh so actually I looked up Baudelaire of like what like the referencing he he was like doing with that and like uh according to the internet um like he was referencing a French poet uh Charles Baudelaire who famously wrote um Les Fleurs du Mal which is like the Flowers of Evil and it's a Oh the floor. Of, like, yeah, yeah, poetry. like off the floor. Uh-huh. Yeah, the You know what I mean? Because he uses that like reference a lot in the album as well. Yeah, yeah. And like, and those poems are basically just about like, uh, like lesbian love, like like creatures, like vampires and stuff, sexual content, and like juxtapositions of like urban beauty and like the decay of beauty and, like, of beauty and shit like that. And I'm just like, this is this album. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for looking that up, Troy. These, like, that's perfect. Yeah, bro. No, it's just because like, I got a lot of it has to do with like like LGBTQ stuff, you know what I mean? Of like back in the day, and like you know, you know, and it's just like it's just like a free-willing adventure you hook up with who you, with you hook up
0: with type of shit, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, exactly.
3: All right, uh, so. De- dead air, what we got next? So, who's the
2: better <laughs> yeah. vampire, uh, Tyler or <laughs> Edgy-, <Card? laughs> Edgy or Edgy- Edgy- option
3: Edgy-
1: Edgy- three? Yeah. All right, or Ed Sheeran. Uh, No, actually, uh, Eve, what are your favorite uh, songs in the album? Oh, shit. Um, I have my phone pulled up. Oh, there we go. Um,
2: So, yeah, I I mean, personally for me, like, I like the first half of the album, like, a lot, like, more than I like the second half. But, like, I'm not saying that the second half isn't good. I'm just saying that, like. I liked the initial like roller coaster of the sequencing. You know, I really liked the transition between like, you know, the Sir Baudelaire opening and Corso to like a Lemonade to like a What's Your Name to like a Lumberjack to like a hot, like literally mm-hmm. I have almost all the first like six songs just like starred. You know what I mean? For me, just cause mm-hmm. like I thought, I thought they ran so well together. It was like, it, I think that was where I first got the cookout vibe. Where it was just like, it felt like, you know, I mean, it's got DJ drama in it, so it's like, it felt like it was sequenced in a way to like keep a party going type shit. Um, and then the second half of the album, like, um, you know, they were, I, I did like Mama Talk, I did like Wilshire. Um, I had mixed feelings on Juggernaut, cause like, honestly, I thought this was like a, kind of a weak track, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I thought like it was kind of like a typical, like, I've heard this before from Tyler. Um, Although I do think Uzi gave, like, a killer verse. I just kind of felt like I heard that shit before from him. Um,
0: yeah, and from Pharrell too, yeah. And from Pharrell
2: mm-hmm. too, yeah. I was just kind of like, I have heard this. But, like, the video for that was sick, so, it, like, it kind of makes up for it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's how this album is. Like, it's, there's a thing, like, uh, you know, like, the Uzi verse is really good and it overpowers, like, the kind of subpart Pharrell verse. and But Pharrell is not that bad either, so the song is passable, yeah. you know? There's a lot of passable songs on here, for sure.
2: Yeah, and like I think you know when it, when it slows down on the second half, you it it kind of enters like a different mode, and like mm-hmm. you kind of do have to like sit back and look at the narrative maybe a little bit more. Whereas, whereas like the beginning of the album is just like all like musically just like you know a, a roller coaster of sorts, like a party, right? Um but, yeah, like, I think I do like that. And, like, I definitely am going to, like, smoke a joint and, like, listen to the second half again. when Because, like, I don't know. I listened to this shit, like, when I was walking and, like, when I was at the gym and shit. So, I feel like, you know, listening to, like, the second half on, like, a chill session is going to make me appreciate it a little bit more. Um, but, yeah.
0: You know, when I first listened to it, too, the first, like, six or seven songs I heard, um, like, <laughs> I heard them in a row, right? And then you get to the one song and it's, like, eight minutes. And then you look down at the bottom of the track listing, and you're like, wait, how long is this album exactly? And it's like almost an hour. I thought it was going to be like 30 minutes based on the fact that, you know, the teaser songs were two minutes. You know what I mean? Like the first couple songs were two minutes. I thought it was just going to be like a like an Earl Sweatshirt album where it's done in like 25 minutes or something. But then it's like, you know, this whole expansive story pops up and this Brent Faiyaz track and this fucking like bossa nova, like dub reggae fucking like <laughs> weird ass like dance track comes up, you know, right, with horns and shit, right. and it's just like, whoa, what the fuck, it's like a whole other album, and then it goes back into Juggernaut, which is like two minutes, it's just like very, you know, the, he definitely takes advantage of the mixtape format, where like, he can just do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, type of thing, and yeah, to kind of wrap it up, um, I would give this album an a-. um, I think that it's really, really good, um, all, all together, like, the production is fantastic, he lets people in, um, and like, into his creative and collaborative process, like he did on Igor, but to, I think D, an even better extent, um i love dj drama on here i love the way the dj drama narrates from top to bottom and and it really is like a wes anderson movie where dj drama lets you know exactly what's going on he's like we're still on the boat like we're on the boat again like now we're on the beach you know he's just like very he's used so perfectly like minimally just to kind of set the scene um and give the album like a real character to it and yeah the reason why i wouldn't give it an a plus is because some of the Bossa nova shit i've heard before like it's not anything new but some of like the turn up tracks I have I heard before they're kind of nothing new, but there's enough really good great material um, to make up for it. And I think this is a, definitely a contender for top like two of his his albums. I would think I would say this, uh, no Flower Boy, than this, then probably Igor for me. So whoever, whoever else wants to rate the album real quick.
3: Uh, yeah yeah for sure for sure I'm gonna give it a B plus. Um... Cause for my uh, my bar is the Draco the Ruler the Truth Hurts album, which is like uh, I gave it a B plus when I reviewed it, and we had this discussion earlier, right? Um, you know, uh, our contemporaries who won't get any free fucking press off of me, fucking they uh, they they sort of just update the grades as it goes on. Mm -hmm. So for me, Draco the Ruler has definitely gotten way better with time and those a couple of those songs that i was that i dislike then are gone so it's like a a minus a for me tyler's has like a few does that i don't fuck with um but aside from that i mean i've been a fan since like i said 2011 and it really just feels like this is what me personally i've been waiting for you know what i But it's still lacking in certain things. It still does those weird I I hate that Bossa Nova track. I mm-hmm. hate that shit so much, bro. I cannot fucking stand it. It reminds me too much of like the corny times, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like way too much about the corny times. You feel me? Yeah, I'm not fucking yeah. with it his, at all. his
0: singing voice is not as good as Brent Fire's. He shouldn't have you know, that's very overindulgent for him to be like wailing out those lines that he did yeah, That's even a hit. very
2: good word overindulgent yeah yeah but it can be that way sometimes
0: it definitely can be but, yeah. but but yeah just like life of pablo like later i appreciated it because it's just like oh shit this is like prime Kanye material like that just popped up like like so many fucking crazy songs are on this album it's very disjointed it's very like stupid and a lot of the lyrics are dumb and it's overindulgent but like i appreciate the amount of material i just given like this shit is crazy
2: yeah i mean for me I'm also gonna keep it in the B range right now, only because like I feel like what I selfishly wanted from this album was more of those features. Um, Like, you know, might sound cringe, but I kind of wanted a Drake feature. (laughs) You know, like that would that would put over the top. that would be crazy like it, like uh, but that's kind of that's kind of what I wanted like a little bit more from this like was just a little bit more of that like, like a surprise because I liked I thought that was a direction that yeah because like I thought that was a direction that he hadn't really gone in before and so I thought that was sick you know what I mean like just to see like Tyler with like you know I mean? like these like completely different artists um so like I do kind of wish I had more of that and I feel like after a while it did kind of fall into some of his like you know like uh comfort zone mm-hmm. if that makes sense um but I do think that, like, the first half has a lot of moments in, like, you know, in these, like, you know, more quieter, maybe more Tyler-esque moments. Even, like, the, Mo- the Bossa Nova moment, which I agree is kind of trash. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think, like, he's still making some of his best, like, original, like, Tyler universe content. And I think, like, what's so sick about this is that he's able to bring all of these people, like, into his... Dr. Seuss world you know what I mean Yeah, and, like find a good way to utilize them all
0: yeah, good so, way yeah
2: to play. That's my that's how I feel about
0: Tyler excellent alright Troy take it, take us home and then I'm gonna um, and then I'm gonna pull up yeah, the pitchfork. So, create...
1: so I mean for me like um, it's actually kind of hard for me to kind of grade this album because like, I really just didn't know kind of just like how to grade it because like it's just so new you know what I mean it's just a new direction because, like, I feel like this is probably around, like, an A- minus for me. Like, I really like... um I feel like, like I said earlier, this is like kind of like an evolution of Tyler of what we've been just seeing throughout the years. Like, throughout the years, he's just been getting less angry, more introspective, more just, like, cutting, like, kind of the bullshit. I mean, which is why, like, I kind of give this the minus on there. It's because, I mean, there is, like, some type of bullshit on here. But it's mostly just, like, instead of, like, rapping about, like, murder and shit, he's rapping about, like, Gucci uh slides and fucking rolls royce with the bike rack on there Mm -hmm. you know which is like it's cool stuff and all like it's just like you know i'm not really like too wowed by you know kind of like being flexed on (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah i I feel like i I can't really like
0: i will say he does it more uh, in a more interesting way than like j cole or something like i don't think j cole is very funny i don't think he knows how to rap about his newfound like wealth that well, like, you know sometimes I mean? you just gotta
2: do it so that they can, you they do, can it. do it, and you gotta do it. so that they, like, Come on, so bro. you can do it. All <laughs> yeah, Tyler Tyler is <laughs> so like a funny guy.
0: <laughs> guy. He's like charismatic and like yeah, he'll rap about yeah, like uh, taking the Bentley mm-hmm. over to go see the, the alligators
1: or whatever. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, like stop. um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely over the top. um I really liked uh, all the storytelling that he had on here. Like, I I thought every song was super detailed to where, like, you know, you kind of know exactly where he's coming from. And, like, I really did appreciate that. Uh, Also, like, production-wise, too, I really thought it was real interesting just because, like, it really did feel like it was kind of a mixture of all of his past projects into this one. Just less angry. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, it's a very positive album. But, uh, yeah, I guess I'm just too broke to uh, fully <laughs> <laughs> build not this project. I just don't I just don't understand it. <laughs>
0: yeah, so what would you give you? A minus, you said, right? Yeah,
1: yeah A minus. All right, are you guys ready for the
0: uh, beep 4 grade? God, I don't want to say the name. <laughs> pitch, fuck it. Yes. Pitch fork, are you guys ready for the pitch fork grade? Let's do it,
2: yeah. All right, let's get a drum yeah, roll yeah. real quick.
3: Anybody? <laughs> Anybody got a drumroll. All right. Oh, I thought we were going yeah, like, to add it Eight point four. In I, thought were, I thought you were adding it. What, Eight point four. Yeah.
0: I agree. with That's that. That's about right.
2: I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm going to give. Maybe it. Maybe I give it like, yeah, B plus. B
0: plus. I think the page should give it a B plus. What does everybody think? Everybody. Everybody who is in agreement with a B plus AI. Aye.
2: Yeah. I
1: uh i say i for now i just gotta you know what i mean like it just like this shit's just so new because I mean, wasn't everybody hated uh igor when that, igor when that shit came out but like i don't know and so, then after a while it like it's the best album of all time you know what i mean like, yeah public opinion changes and shit you know when it's out for longer
0: yeah yeah i guess time will tell so,
1: I mean yeah we got to see
2: like how how many how often we're rotating this cuz like that for me is huge like if i'm not playing your shit like you know what i mean like again like i don't Well for for me like i was i was like, thinking
0: a, about giving it an a minus but over the week i really really listened to it carefully and, and gave it a b plus like I, for this album you know what i mean my normal album listening process i'll sit down and listen to it for two for twice you know what i mean two times and if i really like it i'll write a lot about it if i don't like it that much i'll write like four paragraphs on it or whatever but, like, this shit I just listened to for fun. This is the first <laughs> this is the first album I've listened to just purely, like, right. new album for fun. Like, in a really, 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 like, since we started the page. Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. for
1: that. No, yeah. Because yeah, I feel like, like, especially with this page, like, I feel like we've all just been, like, reviewing music. Whether or not we like the artists or not. Yeah. We've just been doing it just because, like, we just need to have an opinion about it. I'm getting better. But, yeah, with poisoning. this, like, yeah. I really... I, <laughs> yeah. yeah i really did yeah very right, bad uh, review boys things that he said yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good uh-huh. but uh yeah pretty much though yeah like this is like nice you know it's like finally some good fucking food <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what i mean <laughs>
0: yeah 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 yeah. but there's some flaws again yeah I, I would agree with you guys with a lot of these things like the boston nova shit is kind of is kind of trash i mean it's fun for the moment but it, like it tells a nice story and you know, I like how it brings in the female perspective for, like, that song and then the following song to kind of, like, give the full picture. Um, but, like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of moments that are kind of trash, um, but not enough to make it not fantastic. I think it's a fantastic album. You know, he's doing he's, he's doing shit different. It's really different, as uh, that guy said on the, on the <laughs> Lumberjack song. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were going to maybe have a quick discussion about the Mount Rushmore of rappers, but I think we could save that for another episode. We're kind of way over time, so um yeah I just wanted to, to say thank you guys for jo- for joining me you know thanks everybody for listening uh this Tyler, this Tyler album is fantastic you know'm I'm, I'm happy that we all got to talk about it because this is like an artist I've been super into since like you know 2010 2011 whatever uh, yeah. so we all
1: kind of grew up uh with Tyler you know what I mean yeah so it's a good, it's nice seeing him like do uh, put out good work and finally get the recognition that like he deserves like, as an artist and not just like a controversial figure. Yeah, it's like going to
0: see Toy Story Three or something, right? It's like all these years later, it's like, oh wow, Andy's all grown up, huh? (laughs) You know?